Welcome to the Suns Planet Podcast, where fans from around the globe try to bring together all of Suns Planet. We are now part of the ASAP Sports Network, all sports, all plays. In addition to our podcast, we'll be writing articles and bringing you more in-depth coverage. Stay tuned for more details. I am your host, Sundress Dunks, and we're a foursome today with a very special guest. Naughty. First, yeah, first let me welcome back <laughs> Fallen Founder. Jake, how you doing this week? I'm good. I'm glad to be back, guys. Thanks for uh, giving me a little bit of uh, uh, time off. Uh, as as some of you know, I did lose a, a dear family member, but, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm back and, uh, uh, you know, we, we've done our grieving and uh, and he, he'd want me here uh taking on a cigar and, uh, and, and enjoying some time with some friends talking about a team that believe it or not, my, my old man did not really care about basketball at all until he saw how absolutely devoted I was to the Phoenix suns uh, of all random places growing up in Iowa. So for him to see that, I still remember well, one quick story I'll just mention is I still remember uh, it was suns Mavericks playoffs during the seven seconds or less era. And uh, Dirk Nowitzki ended up uh, taking the series from us. And uh, I still remember I was just, oh, in so much pain. And my dad goes, yeah, it's, they all cheat. They all cheat. The Mavericks cheated. They probably paid off the refs. And 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 only a classic way a dad can, right, to make their uh, their son feel better. is just like, don't worry. They're cheating anyways. <laughs> don't have to worry about your team losing. So, uh, no, he, uh, I know he's uh, proud of what we're able to do here. And, hey, part of the ASAP family, uh, he'd, he'd be encouraged to hear that uh, we're doing something with this. That's beautiful, man. And of course, we have our Aussie with us as usual. Hammo, how you doing? That's you. Oh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> how we going? Yeah, doing good, guys. Doing good. Looking forward to this. It's a, um, yeah, it's some crazy news. We got a few hours back. So uh, we're going to celebrate today, man. This is awesome. Awesome, man. We've brought in a very special guest, Matt, all the way from the UK. Matt, how you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks a lot for the invite. Uh, it's an uh, absolute honour to uh, to be here, man. Uh, it's been a good week for the Suns, so uh, you know, let's uh, let's get into it, man. Let's talk some Suns. Thank you so much for coming. And oh. which country do you actually live in? Uh, I'm from England or Great Britain, whichever oh. whichever way you. It's the put UK, it. Sundress. Let's not get into the <laughs> politics right now. <laughs> That's why I'm drinking Old Speckled Hen. Just very to make nice. sure Matt feels very comfortable while he's here. <laughs> it's good choice, oh, that was a good. There one. we go. There we go. <laughs> Making Matt feel right at Cheers, home. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers to you. 
Congrats, guys, on the uh, on the big news as well, man. Really cool. Yeah, thank you, brother. That's awesome, mate. Thanks, man. Yeah, Great Britain is awesome too. I've never been, but I definitely will have to get out there sometime. You've Absolutely. seen it in the movies. There you, there you go. <laughs> right? That, that's basically what I think of uh, England every time I've seen it. I'm like, I've seen that Elijah Wood movie, Green Street Hooligans, with the soccer players, and everyone, I'm like, they're like, that's not that's not fair. That's pretty <laughs> much based on my childhood, mate, I think, that film. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so we've got a packed show this week. Before we talk about the in-season tournament and everything, let's talk about KD. Kevin Durant missed last night's Memphis game with foot soreness. Uh, Matt, are we concerned? And did we see anything in that Memphis game without him last night? Uh, well, first thing with uh, KD, um, it's always it's always a worry when KD has a foot issue. I think uh, with the, with his kind of history, uh, any kind of injury with KD is always a worry, isn't it? I think. Um, it's going to come at some point during the season. I feel like I'm just kind of waiting for it. It's going to be uh, when, not if. Um, but um, I think personally, they kind of held him out last night thinking I think we can kind of take uh, Memphis. Memphis aren't really having a, a very good time at the moment, which I do not feel sorry for them whatsoever. Um, so I think it was kind of like, we'll hold him out tonight and then maybe he can have a run out at uh, Madison Square Garden um, tomorrow evening. So in terms of that, I, I think maybe it's a bit of a holdout. Um, did we learn anything from the Memphis game? Uh, what did, we already know, Devin Book is very good, uh, and so I don't, that was nothing. Uh, that was nothing new. Uh, an absolute, uh, just a masterpiece again from uh, from D Book, which we're kind of uh, we're kind of accustomed to this uh, um, a lot, to be honest. Um, I mean, a good win it was it was a decent uh, surprise. Uh, chipped in fourteen big points. Uh, for the Suns, which uh, which was nice to see, showed some good energy. Um, Akogi and Little, they just come in and they're, they're always hustling and they push the ball. I always find they're pushing the ball quite a lot to, in transition on misses and sometimes even made baskets at the other end. And um, but I think the main the main uh, headline guys was that uh, you know D Book is is uh, is just hitting his uh, hitting his stride. Let's say mid season. He's good stride, at basketball. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew knew this. He he's a good player. Uh, <laughs> Newsflash, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I think in fairness, though, kind of what you're getting at, Matt, is he he was great last year. He's been great since the finals run. He's taken it again to another level, and we still don't even have our full complement of players in yet. So that's what's amazing to see. Everyone kind of knew he was elite, or at least Suns fans did. Uh, yeah. And you know, the rest of the league was like, he's very very good. Now it's. I mean, you know, they were talking, I think it was uh, before the Grizzlies game, right? They were saying, oh, Kevin Durant, you know, you really got to consider him the MVP, uh, uh, you know, talk right now, uh, conversation. And I thought, oh, I don't know. Book would let him have that, man. This is clearly Durant did a great job of keeping us afloat. But let's be honest, since Book's been back and Keith, maybe you got the numbers on this. I think we like we're five and one or six and one or something like that in games that books played. It's absolutely phenomenal what he's putting together and, and the way that we were a little nervous about point book. And we we're like, maybe he should yield to uh, uh, Beal a little bit. And of course with no Beal book looks very comfortable running point book. So uh, that, that's exciting to see. Hell yeah. He, he does. Yeah. We've still only lost one game when both KD and Booker play. There's something like 15 and one together in regular season games. So that's pretty amazing. 
Uh, Hamo, are you concerned about KD? And did you see anything in that Memphis game? You can't be built like that and not get hurt, man. I'm surprised he doesn't get hurt just like getting up and putting his shoes on. You know, he's, he's it's going to sound like I'm, I'm um, bullying the guy here, but it's I'm just speaking truth. He's, he's that skinny, man. He's that skinny that injuries are bound to happen, man. It's not a big deal. Even if it is, it's very early in the season. Let it. Let him take the time that he needs. You know, let we just need to stay above five hundred. That's all. Um, we're well in front of that now, so not too concerned, man. Not too concerned at all. Amen. And you know, when it happened, I tweeted out. I got two friends that say we're going to be okay. One is called Load, and the other's named Management. You know, we knew that KD was going to miss some games this year. This is the first game he's missed. So, you know, I'm not too concerned yet. Better start uh, than last season, right? Definitely. You know, who would have expected KD was going to be the guy to play the most games for the Suns out of our big three? But, uh, you know, we definitely need this guy back. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we took care of an injured Memphis team last night. You know, Jordan Goodwin played probably his best game as a son with 14 points and five rebounds on six for eight shooting. And, you know, guys, I heard he has a new name. I am no longer Jordan Goodwin. I am Sub-Zero. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll be honest, I didn't see the full thing when you put it together earlier. And <laughs> it's so sharp, it's great. <laughs> That's in 4K for sure. <laughs> there you go. But uh, we probably did what we needed to do to advance to the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament. So let's go through some of the scenarios. I'm not going to put the graphic of the standings up here because I actually think it's a little bit more confusing if you look at the graphic. I'm just going to try to... Confusing? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I ran about 16,000 permutations in my head, and uh, it was rough because I was not a math major. I was an English major. So I'm going to try to leave the calculus out for you guys and just explain this very, very simply. Group B with the Rockets and the Pelicans is now irrelevant. The only worry there was if the Pelicans passed us in points, but they didn't because Devin Armani Booker made that late, meaningless three-pointer and ensured (laughs) we finished with a plus 34 point differential and the Pelicans only finished with plus 33. We beat those guys by one point because we took a last second three with 16 seconds left. Amazing. So you have to look at Group C, and you have to wait until Tuesday when Mini plays OKC, and then the Kings play the Warriors a couple hours later. The only real way that we can fall out is if the Wolves beat OKC by 38 or more points. If that very unlikely scenario happens, 
We'll have to scoreboard watch the Warriors and the Kings game a couple hours later. We would get in as long as the Warriors win and as long as they do so by 27 or fewer points. If the Kings win or the Warriors blow them out by 28 or more points, then we would miss out on the wild card. So, and of course, like I said, the Wolves have to win by 38 first to even make this possible. So unless we get like the worst Phoenix Suns luck of all time, we will advance and we whoa, will play. Whoa, the- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Careful there. Um, <laughs> Am the I bad juju the being thrown out. I, not said that? I, I wouldn't worry about OKC, man. What did you say? 30 something points for them. Bod looks that yeah. they can't count past 15 at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay. So What's he's... going on there in Australia? That's what I want to know, Hamo. <laughs> We're just laughing. <laughs> I it's, it's not heard... funny. It's not funny. The situation, if it does come out to be true, it's not funny. However, um, it's just silly, man. Come on. I haven't heard anything. You're laughing, about... but it's not funny. You Aussies could laugh. You, you don't know what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, Australian basketball players in the news lately. I haven't heard that. So I have no yeah. clue what you guys are talking about. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm not even yeah. going to ask. We, we won't get into it. It's not worth it. <laughs> so we should be advancing, hopefully, to play the Lakers on either December 4th or 5th. Uh, Matt, what do you think about this tournament so far, and how do you like our chances? Well, I'm not going to lie, gents. When the uh, when the the, the end season tournament was first announced, I was not a fan. I thought that this is a, a very silly idea, but I kind of thought actually, once it actually gets underway and the season gets underway, I'm probably going to change my mind, and that's exactly what's happened. <laughs> I, I love the courts, the jerseys to go with it. I mean, our court's fantastic, and it the uh, the El Valley and the uh, in the background there, Sundress. It's it's just it's great. I love it. I'm I'm all in. Um, it's a, a very ingenious way to get kind of the casuals, as they kind of call it, the NBA casuals, to uh, care about you know the first couple of months of the season because mm. only you know committed people such as ourselves are going to be watching games in November and December. Uh, but I think them casuals, they're trying to bring in. And, and it makes it look as if it's different and it's something new. And I think people are kind of, they're gravitating towards that. And I think, you know, that 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 week that week in Vegas with the semifinals and the finals, that's going to be something. It's going to be an event. People are going to be there. Famous people are going to be there. And I think it's going to be a thing. And uh, But like I say, before the season, I was like, this, what, whose idea was this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then I've kind of done a complete kind of 180 on it. So um, in terms of our chances, um, <laughs> I mean, when we get to a one-off game scenario with, you know, with Book and KD, I mean, I, I, we can win any game, one-off game. I think that's that kind of goes without saying, you know, Book can, you know, put up 50 and uh, uh, KD can any night. So against when you kind of get to the kind of March Madness kind of format where it's kind of win or go home, then, I mean, you know, I'd put us up against anybody. I'd love to get revenge on the Lakers as well. That'd be, that'd be nice because uh, that was the only game we lost in this uh, in this tournament, wasn't it? So, uh, you know, to get revenge on them guys, to keep them quiet for at least maybe, you know, 38 minutes or something, which would be, which would be nice. So, because uh, they like to talk, don't they, the Lakers fans? I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, that's what they do. Yeah, the media talks a lot for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's everything, isn't it? It's all it's all uh, it's all together, isn't it? Yeah, like you say. New record: so. LeBron James took 30 seconds less to eat a chicken tuna sandwich than last week. 
MVP in the making. I've never seen a player this old eat his chicken sandwich that fast. Unbelievable. And he what a goat. <laughs> well, it sounds like Matt is all in. Jake, what about you? I, you know, I'm the same as Matt. I, I was a little skeptical about the whole tournament at first. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, are these guys going to really bust their butts for an extra $500,000? And then I realized how many Suns players are on minimum contracts, and this would be like getting 50% of your salary just given to you after one game if you win it all. So uh, I kind of, you know, couldn't we, wouldn't it be great if we all wor- worked with a Devin Booker who throws up meaningless three-point shots to try and make sure that you make that extra 50% of your salary? I feel like most of you know my colleagues would be like, ah, five minutes early, I'm punching out. You know, it's good. I, I worked hard today. And Booker's like, no, I'm gonna get you guys your half million dollars. This is what this is for you guys that came here and signed a minimum contract. I'm here for you. Uh, but uh, no, so it, it has added a little bit of like, hey, um, this is kind of a little bit more fun now. I mean, you're not gonna topple the NFL. You're not gonna co- uh, topple college football on Saturdays here in the states, but. Uh, you know, this has definitely given a little bit of juice to the league, I think. And so it's fun to see. And, and I'm, I mean, it, it teams that, you know, there was a, there was a moment and I asked it uh, to you guys uh, on the last pod, uh, in the comments was, you know, what would happen if like a Utah jazz who have a bad record actually got in and, and, and God forbid actually won the tournament. I, I thought to myself, that'd actually be kind of hilarious if a bad team just only won those games so they could go make some more money before they tank the rest of the season. I'm glad we're not seeing that the, uh, you know, some of the good teams are actually going to be in this thing and, uh, and they're going to make it kind of uh, a valuable deal. So, um, you, but you saw games like, I mean, we played the jazz, we played the blazers, we played, uh, I actually was very nervous about Memphis. I thought it was going to be a total trap game. I mean, we didn't have Eubanks, We didn't have Durant. Of course, Damian Lee might never play again. I mean, no, that's an exaggeration, but we have very little updates on him. You know, uh, Beal's of course not there. And I thought, I know Memphis is bad, but you know, I don't know if Booker could hold his own, but you know, these are the games you want to win early in the season so that you don't have to worry about trying to beat very good teams just to get a good spot in the playoffs or even make the playoffs. So we are taking care of business, even shorthanded. And that's, what's phenomenal to see. And we're doing it during a time that's kind of a fun part for the league with this in-season tournament. So, you know, wins against the Warriors, the jazz a couple times, the double overtime. We've had some fun games this week. We sure have Hamo. You liking the tournament? It took a long time for me to understand what the Daffy Duck is actually going on. Um, I didn't want us to be focused on this and not on uh, regular season wins, but now understanding that these wins do count, all these games count towards regular season wins. That was important, yeah. It, it did really sort of like, ah, oh, never makes sense. Um, yeah, look, it, for every reason that Jake said, it would be awesome to watch us take it out. It really would. Some of these guys would relish in that that money, yeah. That and it's it's only going to help them in terms of contract negotiations, whether it's with the Suns or other teams in the future. And help they keep playing the way that they are, then they deserve it. Um, Wait a minute, are you saying that Bull Bull is going to come back contract time and say, "Hey, look, I helped win the in season tournament, man. You know who I am. I'm Bull Bull." I made $500,000 in an in-season tournament. I think that you just get laughed out of the room. (laughs) But he could. He's going to go on his basketball reference, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's already (laughs) updated his Wikipedia. 
I don't know if you guys saw, I, I was watching the shoot around to tip off the second half last night against the Grizzlies and Bull Bull. I don't know what exactly happened to him, but he ended up on the court. He fell down and it was like, it was like, like a complex chair folding in on itself. He falls down in segments. It was amazing to see. It was the slowest fall down I've ever seen in my life. And everyone else didn't look, look at him like, oh, geez, are you okay? He just he just slowly collapsed in on himself until he was finally down on the court. I tell you, he's, um, he's fun to watch, especially when he's on the bench. <laughs> or, or on his ass on the court. Hmm. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm going to have to try to find that video now that you mention it. <laughs> But I love the in-season tournament. You know, I think we have the best court here at the El Valle. I put that behind me because I just can't stop looking at it. You know, and I think, you know, I've heard the ratings are up. People seem to be talking about the scenarios and watching other teams besides their own. And the players seem to be buying in, at least Devin Booker. You know, he's taken threes in the last few seconds. So uh, it definitely seems to be working so far. And, uh, you know, it's definitely a good thing that we had Booker to hit that big shot at the end, and it went something like this. That I took, wet like I'm book. And Book brings the boom! Devin Armani Booker. Thank God for Devin Booker. Good memories, eh, man? <laughs> good memories. Love it. Amen. But, you know, before all that, we had some returns to the Valley this week. On Wednesday, we had CP3 and Dario come back. Uh, the Suns won, and it did not help the already shorthanded Warriors that uh, CP3 and Scott Foster had this exchange. Glenn Beers got me in a headlock out there. What are you waiting for, blood? Technical foul. Who's What? Do you want another one? What did I say? Just because you're having a bad game, don't take it out on me. You're out of here, Kareem. What are you next? This is my farewell game. Oh, come on, let me be the first to say farewell. Get out of here. <laughs> that <laughs> obviously. Great clip you found there. <laughs> Let's go. It, it fits so perfectly. That's actually from a movie called Forget Paris. That, of course, was Kareem and Billy Crystal there. So. I just had to play that. It it seemed like CP3 and Scott Foster to me. That's how I picture it. I think that's how it went. You know, I know some uh, some Suns fans really miss Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, imagine him with this super team, right? Uh, but I'm so glad we don't have him during Scott Foster games anymore <laughs> because I didn't realize – I forgot that I need to check every time Chris Paul is playing a Scott Foster game because the line in Vegas shifts. So if you are betting on this game, you need to realize that whatever the line is, it's probably worse for whatever team Chris Paul is actually playing on because there is legitimate beef there. Now, granted, you know, Chris Paul did call him uh, a Daffy Duck. I don't know. Uh, whatever the slang was that uh, Hamo was using is my guess. Um, but, uh, you know, a, a female dog a couple of times. That would probably, you know, if I was Scott Foster, I'd probably get a little, a little you know, a little upset too. So I understood why he took them out. Fits, doesn't it? Mm. Oh. <laughs> and then the scar, sorry, <laughs> breathed it in at the wrong second. Coach Kerr, the funniest part about that was if, if you could hear him during that time when he ended up getting a technical, he was yelling at Scott and he's like, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Scott's shouting something back to him. He goes, well, then you just walk away, Scott. You just walk away. <laughs> and then, boom, he throws him a technical. I'm like, yeah, 
that is kind of hilarious that Coach Kerr is sitting there just being like, Scott, you just got to let that go, man. You just got to let that go. Chris going to be mean to you. You just got to let that go and walk away. Just walk away. No, yeah, it's, it's sad, man. Like, the NBA's got to step in and do something about it because that game was overshadowed by No, he's not calls. on our team anymore. I don't care if they look into it. Oh, mate, if, if he was, I would be fuming. I oh, yeah. Fuming. Yes. You know, but no, he's he's just a scumbag, dude. How how many how many of a point swing is it then? If uh, Scott Foster's ref in a CP3 oh, game, what we're saying? Well, let's see. It was three technicals, so that's at least three points. But it really was that was their last gasp in that game, wasn't it? I mean, until mm. the Warriors' magical second unit came in and was like, "Wait a minute, we actually get to play? Let's try yeah. this thing." So I'd yeah. say it's a solid three to five points. I'd, I'd go five or six, man. It's a good five-point <laughs> swing, man. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, yeah, like I say, I, 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 I didn't actually realize how much I actually checked who was officiating before the game until CP3 left. I'm with you, man. Um, I didn't realize how much I did that until until CP3's gone oh, now. Like, and you're actually, right. It's I'd... totally at least five. Yeah, because it was three techs, so three free throws, plus the foul of Chris just like chest bumping, I think it was Durant. So, yeah, it was a five-point swing on the deal. Literally. Literally, it's insane, man, isn't it? Like you say, the, the, it's insane that he gets to ref CP3 games still, even after oh, all exactly. this time. Like, yeah, I would just like, like... To skip those games moving forward. <laughs> yeah. CP, if I was CP, guys, I'm like, uh... mate, that, that hammy, that hammy done a feel good, man. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it just doesn't sound good. I, I think I'm going to have to sit this one out, man. Absolutely it was crazy. It was from Sunstream where it was Saul from PH next saying, like, there's eight other games on that night. Why did he have to ref the one with Chris Paul? Yeah. It's almost like the NBA is doing it on purpose at this point, you know. Um, and, you know, Geo says in the chat, that Warriors game nearly killed me. I didn't think it was oh. ever going to end. It did drag on somewhat. <laughs> oh, man, that thing lasted like three hours. Yeah. Uh, Not as bad as the double overtime with the Jazz, but I'm with you. It was it got uh -huh. way. Were we up like 19? And 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 the fourth, I think they got it back down to like four. Yeah, something that, crazy. Yeah, they'll, they'll get KD and book back in to, oh, yeah. to kind of finish the game off, man. Yeah, they're, they were say. sitting down for about a minute. They're like, "Hey, my knees kind of hurt me too." And this, they're like, "Frank's like, get back in there." Jeez, God dang it, Josh yeah, and Kogi can't handle the ball. What was I thinking? It was the Warriors scrubs that were bringing them back and giving them a chance with Curry on the bench until that rookie flopped against KD and kind of ended their chances. But uh, we had 52 free throws. It was the most for the Sun since 1990. It's nice having a team that can get to the foul oh, line. We've, we've struggled getting to the line notoriously for the probably the last three or four years. And so our 53, we used to have yeah. 53 three throws in a week, never mind in a game. It was uh, yeah. like almost embarrassing at times where we won't get to, we get to single digits uh, as a team uh, for a game. Especially when we're missing all of them too. <laughs> well, yeah, now you got to hit them, haven't you? Yeah, as well, man, that's it. That's for sure. <laughs> and unless anyone has anything else to chime in on the Warriors game, I'm going to go ahead and move to DA's return. So on Tuesday... We had uh, DeAndre Ayton come back into town. Dominating. Something like that. <laughs> but uh, the Suns won fairly easily against another shorthanded team. And at the end of the game, Booker had some words for DA. Now, 
this isn't a clip y'all have seen, but I know a guy who knows a guy who caught this interaction between Booker and DA as they left the court. Oh man, shut your anorexic, malnutrition, tapeworm having, overdose, Dick Gregory, Bahamian diet drinking ass up. Leave me alone. <laughs> the volume on that seemed a little low, but hope you all caught the Bahamian. letting you watch movies late at night. <laughs> <laughs> that obviously was white men can't jump and classic, bro. <laughs> classic. I think with the word Bahamian in there, it fit especially perfect. Uh, but uh, Matt, yeah, Matt, what did you think about that game and DA's return? Um, well, I mean, he he didn't have a bad game, I suppose. He had uh, eighteen points, I think he had. Um, but it there was still glaring, uh, glaring signs of what infuriated <laughs> infuriated me when he was playing on our team, kind of thing. Where um, it's. He just doesn't want to, you know, get in, you know, the grime and dirty as they call it. You know, he doesn't want to do those kind of things. It's all about, for him, it's kind of finesse. It's back to the basket, fade away. Doesn't want to kind of, you know, bang down low, as they say. Um, so it, it was pretty much the same. Um, I think, did he think he was going to go to Portland and he was going to be more focal point of the offense? For me, he's kind of, you know, third fourth in, in terms of like go-to offensive uh choice in portland like he would be with us so you know is is that any different than, than what he was going to be for us um i was always a, a da kind of sympathizer i thought he's got he got the skills to be very good but he didn't want to do the role that he that we wanted him to be on our team and he was never the same after we didn't pay him after we went to the finals. He'd never been the same after that. That was it for me. He, 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 you could tell on the court he was kind of petulant almost in a way, which um, yeah, I didn't... Yeah, checked out. Yeah, yeah, kind of checked out, bro. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's the that's the right word for it. So, um, But, you know, now we haven't got to worry about him because he's not on our team, so <laughs> it's somebody else's problem now. But uh, I, was, I always thought it, it could have kind of worked out, but... Uh, it didn't, and you know you kind of move on, and uh, you know now we've got now we've got a different <laughs> a different big three almost to a point. So um, I didn't really take anything from from Da from the game to be honest. Um, KD and Boot combined for fifty nine points and 15, 15 assists. Um, you know that's what you're going to get from them guys. I thought before the season that uh, Booker could average over eight assists a game, and it looks like that's kind of where he's going to land. Um, you know, point book is a thing, um, which we us guys probably knew already, but I think a lot of uh, you know, nationally they thought, oh, Devin Booker, he can he can be a playmaker, like, yeah, mate, yeah, he's kind of done it already, but you, you kind of weren't paying attention almost, so um, yeah, so uh, other than that, man, I think you know, it, it was the it was the same old DA just kind of plodding along and going through the motions, which. Uh, now I haven't got to uh, get uh, angry and incensed with that now because he's somebody else's problem. Yeah, that seems to be what the chat thinks as well. Gio says it was a typical DA game. He had it going and then disappeared. And Charles says he started aggressive and fizzled out. Uh, Hamo, is that how you saw it? He's, he's useless, dude. I'm oh, not useless. God damn, he, sh he, he shits me, man. He shits me. Um, 
you it know, was the, the morning show. This isn't the evening Aussie broadcast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Clean Next up, you'll be know, telling me to rack off. Uh, yes, rack. Totally. <laughs> um, speaking of rack, no. Um, look, I I wanted DA to be good, man. I really did. But he even got picked up on Shackton a fool the other day for his phantom screens. You know, and <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. You can see he's just running the play exactly the way he's been shown how to do it. He thinks they're going to come to him for the screen, and it's like, <laughs> no, it works, bro. <laughs> Seriously, but no, nah, look, he um, he showed up, did what DA did, and then the result happened. <laughs> and then the result well, happened. Jay, yeah. what about you, yeah. sir? What to say, uh, man? Yeah, I'm still a DA guy. I mean, in the sense that uh, I think he's a very likable guy, if if certainly frustrating, but likable. You know, and uh, I think, uh, Matt, you kind of described it. I mean, he's, he's, he's a little childish still in the sense that, I mean, that was one of the reasons why we liked him. Man, when he'd get interviewed, he was so goddamn happy, like Al McCoy. You know, hey, DA, and hi. Oh, I, you see my I'm game? I did good, you know, and it just like you wanted That's to always battery. see him take that next step of of like, you know, he could be like a shack and still have fun, but you wanted to see him take that domination step uh, and actually become dominating, and he never quite did. Uh, now, I will say this, uh, the controversial, you know, I forget how many games were through yet, uh, not quite a quarter of the season, but, um, you know, the the early recap from the trade, I would say we won it, but not by much, because I don't think Yusuf has really been, you know, he he's he's playing a role that we need on this team, but he's not doing it nearly as effectively as I had hoped. Uh, I mean, we still get beat on the glass a lot. Uh, he's a, he's a, he can create, he can pass a little bit, but like there's some games where he just disappears after 18 minutes and coach sits him down and. Drew Eubanks becomes everyone's new favorite player on the Suns. Uh, so you know, with Yusuf. It's it's a little bit of a wash. Um, I'd say the reason why we won is because of what came in the package uh, after that, and and that would be uh, Grayson Allen, and it would be uh, Nasir Little. And uh, do we have the Grayson Allen drop, uh, or, or are we holding that one? You know, I didn't cue that one up. We had so many other drops, and oh, okay. yeah, I thought he didn't have his best week. I thought he was kind of just okay this week. So. He, he, no, true. Like statistically, I think you're right, but he he has that mindset that I really appreciate. Of what you see it sometimes with a Goodwin and a Kogi, um, Nasir sometimes, although Nasir's definitely been coming on of late, um, of just kind of bouncing the ball on the perimeter and then looking for where Booker or Durant is on the perimeter. Grayson will sometimes go, "I'm going to go try and dunk it." <laughs> And the, and all of a sudden the defense is like whoa 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 and because uh, they're still focusing in on our main guys and Grayson's been pulling some really smart basketball plays that really it's he's not the third the third head of the you know uh, I don't know the dragon here but um, he's been an effective player at running some of the offensive plays so uh, that's why I kind of tip the scale for us winning that trade is that Nasir Little finally he had me worried early in the season is starting to show. Oh, this guy can actually play hoops. And then Grayson Allen, you know, he's he's doing some good stuff. I think a career high in three point percentage. Uh, he's he's really and playing a smart game of basketball. He's kind of like another version of Eric Gordon. Eric can hit the three, but he's a little up there in years. He can't. He, his drives to the bucket. I mean, he gets fouled a lot, and he doesn't get the call, and he gets frustrated, and he can't really get back on defense. Grayson can, and uh, and so. 
Grace can't shoot the three quite like Gordon, but um, you know, that's why I mean. So DA wish him well. Uh, Nurkic, I don't know if he's a, he's certainly not an upgrade in my mind, but the, what the other guys uh, joining us, that those were definitely shots in the arm for this team. Yeah. Grayson overall has been one of our better players this year. He has been making the threes at a very high clip. He's great at finishing through contact and finishing layups. He seems to be pretty tough. And then, you know, Nas has been playing more lately. He's a demon in transition. He's been playing good defense, doing all the little things. So I definitely think we're winning that trade so far. In this game, I thought DA was horrible. He was a minus 33. He played no defense. The Suns attacked the rim all night, especially when he was in there. They had 66 points in the paint, the most all season. And, of course, this man outplayed D.A. with four more points, three more blocks, and a plus 17. He's a flush, savage slam dunk. Rebound with the sound of this wild gum funk. Boss the MBs. The Bosnian beast. I'm glad we kind of cut that short because that's I feel like what he deserves this this week. Eh, cut it short a little bit. Yeah, not a lot. I think he's certainly been better than Da so far, and uh, we'll see if he's the piece we need to mm-hmm. win a championship this season, or if they make a move and try to bring someone else in. But I think he's been fine so far. I think he's a better playmaker, isn't he, than Da? I think that goes without saying, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, near they kind of they run oh, plays yes. through him sometimes, which you know is a is a kind of welcome uh, addition, which we didn't have with yeah. Da. Bless him. Um, that that's I think that goes without saying. I think he rebounds as well as he does, but yeah, there's sometimes where he kind of he's kind of going missing a little bit with the with Nurkic, but um, his IQ is a lot lot higher too. His basketball IQ is is yeah. he he doesn't get lost. No, yeah, like you say, DA, he'd look out there and you're like, you have no idea what's going on, do you? Like, yeah, yeah, like you say, it's, yeah, uh, basketball IQ, um, yeah, 100% more uh, better than uh, the DA for sure. That's the biggest thing. We just need someone dependable, you know, and it was definitely a great week with a lot of our guys being dependable. We've won six in a row, but uh, let's give out our weekly awards. First, we have the Sunwalker. This is basically our Player of the Week award. Matt, uh, do you have a Sunwalker of the Week this week? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it a go. Um, I'm going to go with Nasi a little this week. Nice. I think. Um, Nice. It's easy. It's easy to pick Booker and KD, but you know they're Book and KD, aren't they? They're going to be who they are all the time. So, uh, but little, I like what I saw this week. His his minutes are increasing, um, and he's he does all the little things, all the hustle plays. Sometimes they don't appear on the box score. So if you look at the box score, it's like, oh, he had ten points, you know, but he had he had ten points, six rebounds, three assists, a couple of steals. You know, so I think you know that's kind of somebody who you want uh, coming off the bench. The hustle guys like him and Akogi, when they come on, it's balls to the wall. It's let's go. They they force it in transition as well. As many easy buckets as you can is gonna is gonna you know that'll add up towards the end of any game. Um, so yeah, I liked what I saw from uh, from uh, Little this week. 
Nice pick. And uh, Hamo, what about you, sir? Yeah, look, um, it's just it's going to have to be book, obviously. I hate giving it to the most obvious people, but he he was just phenomenal this week. Something that, I don't know the combination of that um, ripped sleeve shirt and the headband. It's just gritty. I love it. And uh, Jake, are you okay uh, over there? And do you have a sunwalker this week? I, I am okay. It, it's forty degrees here, so uh, I don't okay. know if that is in in, in uh, Celsius too. Um, but <laughs> I finally had to come back inside, uh, and I smoked that cigar about as fast as I could. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm gonna have to go with book one. I love that he cuts his uh, sleeves off his shirts like I used to when I was like ten. You know, real choppy, uh, but looks cool. And uh, maybe his mom was doing it for him. I don't know. But uh, and uh, he, he's just he's just the leader, man. Like uh, Durant was keeping us afloat, but Booker was just the difference maker in these games. So uh, I feel like. Yeah, no, I kind of agree with him. I don't want to always give it to him, and I certainly haven't. Uh, we've been pretty fair, actually, about spreading it, uh, the love around. But this was, for me, uh, this was the week of book. Absolutely, especially late in the week. Of course, KD missed the game last night. And, uh, you know, I thought about Nas as well. But since Matt has already given it to him, I'm just going to go with book as well. You know, he scored 40 last night on 80% shooting. Uh, he got us into the tournament, most likely. He's the biggest reason we've won six in a row and are 1.5 games out of first in the West. But uh, now. Yeah, 1.5 games out of first in the West. Shot up the league, man. You know, I, I see uh, Charles pointed out KD and with the, that overtime block, which even I thought was a foul, uh, until I had the, the rules re-explained to me like 15 minutes after, because I was with the announcers, I was like, that's clearly a foul. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, no, I, it was, it was tough for me to choose book over KD this week. Um, but, uh, uh, Charles Chuck, can I call you Chuck, the Chuckster, like Sir Chuckster, Sir Charles? Chuckster. Uh, no, he gets it. Uh, Durant, it, you could have picked either one. Uh, and again, uh, to echo Matt, it's great to see somebody stepping up and, uh, not that we haven't had people stepping up, but it, you know, there's always a little inconsistency with the second unit still and to see kind of repeat performances of energy from Nasir little really is making a difference. But, uh, you know, not everyone can be a sun Walker. So let's see who was our black hole sun this week. Black hole sun. All right, Matt. So, do you have a son in your disgrace this week that just didn't quite do it for you? Uh, with this one, Sundaris, I'm going to go with uh, Eric Gordon, the point guard. Um, I think we need to kind of put this one to bed. There was some bad, there was some bad turnovers yesterday in that Memphis game. Uh, some bad passing from Gordon, and it was like, yeah, I don't think this uh, uh, Gordon being the uh, running the second unit is, is going to be a thing. And it make me kind of worried as in, do we need to get a point guard in at some point during the season to run that second unit? Um, Gordon's doing fine on the offensive end. I mean, he's getting so many wide open threes. It literally just set shots for him, aren't they? But when you play with Book and KD, like, like you said, Grayson Allen and Gordon, they're going to get wide open shots, aren't they? Um, and, you know, I think he scored 20 last night, didn't he? So he, he's doing well on the offensive end. But in terms of the 
the point guard, Eric Gordon. Uh, he's got to, I think we've got to put that one to bed and, and find a different solution than, than, uh, than uh, Gordon kind of uh, running things uh, in the second unit when Book's uh, sitting on the bench. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's a great answer. Uh, Jake, how about you? Ooh, I, I got to go after, I think, a former Sunwalker of mine, uh, Josh. Oh, could you blow me? Um, Josh Akogi, uh, I, I believe is how his name's pronounced, but um, the, the the other name is for the Aussie uh, podcast. But uh, no, Josh Akogi, man, put the ball in the basket. I know that's not your skill set, but if you can't do that, more carnage on defense. Uh, don't worry so much about the offense. Uh, but I, I gotta, you know, he, he's just he's really gone from that fifth starter to ten minutes a game, and and I'm glad that uh, Vogel actually has the courage, unlike Monty, to pull guys in uh, when they start to struggle a little bit. I, I I think there's something to be said for letting guys play through things. He's still getting minutes. He's still getting those opportunities. Um, but he doesn't need 30 minutes a game to put up two for 15. Um, he can he can go two for seven uh, at 10 minutes <laughs> and still be equally as frustrating on offense. But you know yeah. uh, that that defense he still plays is phenomenal. But just not just it wasn't his week, especially on the offensive end. And uh, Hamo, what about you? First of all, I'd like to put in a request that um, we stop getting such intelligent people on the pod because it's really unfair to me um, trying to trying to. Don't sell yourself short, man. This is this is crap. Um, you do fine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, plus, uh, plus Eric, you always get Eric that Gordon. four a.m. time slot. So yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm still asleep. I'm still asleep. Um, look, Eric Gordon's a brilliant call. It really is. Um, I'm just going to go with the bloke that sort of annoyed me this week, and that was Grayson Allen. Just a couple of fouls racked up early and stuff like that. He didn't do a lot bad, but he was just, every time he get the ball, I'd just be like, no, don't pass it to him. (laughs) But, yeah, Grayson Allen. Well, Gio is being kind in the chat. He says, we'll let you (laughs) off, Hamo. It is 4 (laughs) a.m. So he's letting you slide this time. But this is awesome. We're going to make it four different answers probably for the first time ever. I'm going with Yuta this week. I hate to pick someone who's injured right now, but before he got injured, he was playing terrible. He wasn't even really making his shots. Uh, He got injured at exactly the wrong time. Nasty Nas has come in and stolen his minutes. And uh, pretty much Wally pipped him. I'm not sure Yuta's going to play much anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, first off, three different uh, ones then, because that was driving me nuts, because the, the other guy said Eric Gordon. But um, you're picking the guy that was injured as, you, like, the disappointment? I'm a jerk. Well, you know what? Damian Lee has let me down this week. I tell you what, make a three-pointer. Get off your knees and put the ball in the basket, you fool. Uh, like you don't you're clearly reaching back uh, uh, an extra week on Yuta. I think he played at least one game this week, but uh... it, well, yeah, <clears throat> forgettable. Then I, I agree with that. And he has been struggling a bit, but you know, we'll like those threes eventually. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, he'll start hitting them. But uh, let's have a Q and A with our guest Matt. Let's try to find out more about him. So, England, how's the NBA fandom there, Matt? 
Uh, I'm not going to lie, it's not a massive fandom in the UK, um, but there is a kind of small, strong uh, UK community. Um, there's probably, I'd say, only three or four teams that doesn't have a UK uh, fan account on social media, which I think is decent for us. Um, it's kind of more available on TV now than it used to be. Um, it's It used to be on Sky Sports uh, over here in the UK. Um, now it's on uh, TNT Sports, which we can uh, which we get over here, which you can get like four or five games a week. Um, I'm insane and have League Pass, so I don't have to worry about who's on every week. So uh, <laughs> got to watch the Suns, haven't best you guys? So, it's yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot more reasonably priced than it used to be, put it that way, but... Uh, I know I get my money's worth, so I don't mind. I don't mind buying it, to be honest. So, um, but yeah, I think that there's there's a few more Suns fans than I thought. I thought I was the only one in the UK. I thought it was just me on my own, but uh, I've managed to find uh, a few. I mean, Gio, who's in the comments, uh, shout out to him, man. He kind of uh, he guy. was the Devin Booker of this uh, of this yeah, uh, podcast yeah. tour. Yeah, setting he, up. he was the one who kind of put me forward for this. So, got to give him a shout out. So. Uh, we kind of have a little Suns Suns fans uh, UK kind of group chat where we uh, where we kind of uh, chat about uh, what's going on with the Suns oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's nice. Uh, so. Matt, let, let me jump over you since I'm I'm, I'm doing uh, God save our, uh, the Queen real quick. Um, <laughs> do you guys you don't have a Queen anymore? So is it God save the King? Have you guys rewritten the anthem? Uh, absolutely, yes. You have to say "God save the king" now, man. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lifetime of just... singing it one way, and then right, exactly. I've never you, seen yeah. that. It's like, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it There's took a bit of while getting used to. It's a smart way to do it. It's just like you know what? If you don't like the anthem, don't worry. This <laughs> yeah. person's going to eventually die. We'll change it. Uh, it's, it's whereas everyone change. else has to be like. Man, like I always feel bad for the our Canadian brothers and sisters. And it's just like, oh Canada, you know, <laughs> we're here, you know, oh, we're we think we are. <laughs> uh, shoot, we really should have rewrote this. <laughs> well, Keeps Matt, how did you become a Suns fan all the way out there? Uh, well, I started following the NBA uh, around about 1996 uh, when they first started kind of showing it over here in the UK. Uh, First game I ever watched was uh, the All-Star game in 1996, uh, Michael Jordan's first season back after his sabbatical or whichever whichever way you want to call it. Uh, watched the All-Star game, was completely hooked from the start. I was just like, this. I've never seen anything like this. This is this is brilliant. Um, and I was kind of... I was kind of hooked from them, really. Um, the Suns fans kind of come later. I was a kind of like a neutral kind of fan. I was just watching the league in general up until probably 2007, 2008, where I thought, if I'm going to get serious about this, I'm going to have to pick a team. Uh, and well, I went with the uh, I went with the Suns, uh, you know, Steve Nash, watching Nash play in the uh, in that kind of offense kind of caught my eye. And I thought, yeah, these guys, every time I see them, it's entertaining. Uh, it's always, uh, you know, it's, it's always high scoring. Uh, so I kind of went with the Suns from that point. So, uh, yeah, so kind of Suns fan really from from kind of 2007, 2008 time. So, uh, so yeah. Nice. So I think I may know the answer to this one then. But do you have a favorite son and any favorite memories as a Suns fan? Well, I'd like to say, guys, you know, kind of Steve Nash kind of caught my eye from that point. Um, so I'd have to put him in there. 
Um, whoa, whoa, I, you're not going to pick England's own Luol Dang, who was a Phoenix Sun for all of about 20 minutes before his gonna... draft rights were traded? <laughs> I was going to say man. it was it was it was there for a while, but no, it was uh, it <laughs> we was got kind of one. We away. got one. He's been <laughs> traded. Wow. Yeah. Back there's, to not, Nash. <laughs> there's not many UK players who've made it, guys. So <laughs> it's uh, hard to uh, to latch onto a couple of them. But um, you know, I, I think Booker's kind of rising that list. He's just such a joy to watch and and seeing his progression. I mean, I follow college basketball. I'm a Kentucky fan, so seeing Booker from what he was at Kentucky. To what he is now, I mean, it's just sorry, bro. Um, <laughs> is it are you North Carolina, Hamo? Yeah, yeah, I am North Carolina. Oh, right? Okay, yeah. okay. Well, you know, nobody's perfect, so um, <laughs> that's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so seeing Booker's progression from that, I mean, he was a kind of six man at Kentucky, and then um, when we drafted him, I was like, oh man, that'd be nice, you know, that, that, yeah, he'll do okay, you know, and to what he's turned into now, it's just it's just fantastic. and. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd even put Chris Paul in there, man, because I was a fan of Paul for, for kind of a few years. I loved watching him play before he got to the Suns, and I thought, I'm never going to see Chris Paul play for the Suns. Uh, and I actually got to see it, and uh, to watch him play, uh, you know, every game for the Suns was was a pleasure to watch because his basketball cool, IQ man. is, you know, his basketball that's, that's IQ is honest, man. so like high, man. It was so high. And and now to get KD as well, who's another player you've admired from afar kind of thing, uh, it was, yeah, a, a, a real pleasure. To, it's a real pleasure to watch KD every week, guys, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's um, He's going to be in the – he's when it's all said and done, he's going to be a top 10 player of all time. Yeah. I don't think that's out out Sorry. the realms to say, really. Um, you know, a fan, an amazing player. And have there been any British or UK players that have played for the Suns? Uh, well, of course, it's been mentioned. We did draft Luol Deng, uh, but he didn't. <laughs> he didn't kind of make it onto the uh, onto the Suns floor, which uh, which was tough. Um, uh, I don't think there's anybody who's played for the Suns, to be honest. Uh, we kind of adopted Nash as a kind of because his parents are British, uh, so we kind of we kind of adopted. They? Uh, but they yeah. like they were British, but they lived in South Africa, right? And then they moved to Canada, and that's yeah, that's right. Steve, yeah, played, I think, he, I Steve think Nash he's... is like the Elon Musk of uh, of the <laughs> NBA, man. And I tell you what, he, all over no, the British Empire. I think uh, I think his mum was Welsh and his dad was English. Uh, but he was born in South Africa. But it was like, well, he's got a British passport, so you know we kind of take that, like you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, we'll t- we'll take it, we'll take it. It's, it's the best we've got. But um, in terms of UK players who are in the league now, uh, there's uh, OG Ananobi for uh, Toronto. Um, he he was uh, born and raised in the UK, so he's kind of done well. And uh, Jeremy Sohan for uh, uh, the Spurs. Oh, I didn't know. Um, uh, blonde hair. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah he's a Brit. There you go. I didn't know yeah, that. So, uh, yeah, so we, we've, you know, we've got a couple. Ben Gordon. I don't know if you remember Ben Gordon. From, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he, was balls, born, right? he, uh, he was born in the UK, but he, he moved to uh, the US quite young. So, mm. again, we kind of... <laughs> We kind of take what we can get, really, guys. To be honest, yes, so uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I, I don't know of any uh, Suns players who were uh, from from the UK. I'm afraid, guys. So yeah, it's going to have to come up with a nil on that one. 
Well, it sounds like more and more British players are coming into the league. So that's great. You know, the league is definitely expanding more to the whole planet. So it's really great to see. Now, Matt, you have a, a podcast. Is that right? I do. I do. Yes. It's called The Shooter's Lounge, uh, which uh, it's not a, a Phoenix Suns podcast. It's a, about the NBA in general um, and just have guests on um, every week. Uh, people who I know kind of through the community, um, uh, we have them on. Uh, every every couple of weeks, we do the podcast um, and just talk about the NBA, uh, what, whatever's going on, whether it's... Uh, whether it's Draymond Green trying to strangle someone or uh, <laughs> it's uh, about the in-season tournament or if it's something about, you know, the, the NBA from, from yesteryear. Um, I used to be on a show called The uh, the End of the Bench, but that kind of uh, fizzled out. So I kind of decided upon myself to kind of take it on. Did I want to stop doing it? Um, I enjoy doing it. So, you know, talking about the league, you know, it doesn't, it's not a chore if it's something you love, you know. Um, so, yeah. So trying trying to get that up off the off the ground started it this season, guys. So, um, yeah, just uh, just trying to trying to get to uh, get it up off the ground. Um, that that's kind of it, guys. Really. Keep pounding, man. You'll get there. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. Yeah. Awesome. Keep up the good work. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, so you can uh, like and subscribe to the uh, to the YouTube channel, which is the Shooters Lounge. Um, it's uh, Shooters Lounge Three on the artist formerly known as Twitter. Um, also <laughs> on Instagram uh, at the Shooters Lounge Three. All right, and uh, the last question for you: Do you celebrate Thanksgiving or anything similar over there? Uh, nobody does really. Thanksgiving's not a thing in this country, but, uh, I just found it's a good excuse to <laughs> eat loads of food and watch NFL. So <laughs> it's not, it's not too bad. I, I can kind of get on board with it because I do follow the NFL as well. So, uh, for me to, to have some games on a Thursday is kind of cool as well. So a decent time as well for us, uh, UK people, because, uh, you've got to make sure you love the NBA for the, for the times for us that, uh, that the games get shown. So like the Suns for us, it's like 3 AM, uh, UK time when the, the Suns games are on. So, uh, it's yeah, either, time. <laughs> yeah, it's either stay up late or get up early, uh, either one or the other guys. So, uh, it, it's a tough one, but it, Thanksgiving hasn't really taken off here yet, guys, but you know, there's a couple of, uh, uh, American kind of uh, uh, joints that you can go and uh, and uh, celebrate the, the Thanksgiving, <laughs> even though it means nothing to me, unfortunately. But uh, just a good excuse to go out and eat some food and eat some chicken wings, guys. Really, to be honest, or something. So, I, I got a friend in Colombia that uh, they were posting their Thanksgiving spread, and I was like, Colombia, what do you guys do? You guys are, in the, and he's like. Dude, it just looks so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just everything you guys are eating, and you guys eat nonstop, and then you wash it all down with some booze and watch movies and sports. Uh, sign us up for that holiday. Yeah, that's Hell just yeah. a Friday for me, man. To be honest. Yep, I do not need an excuse to do that anytime. <laughs> but since we did have Thanksgiving here in the states, we're just going to name one thing we're each thankful for with the Suns. So, Matt, how about you? What's one thing you're thankful for with the Suns right now? Um, I'm going to go with I'm thankful for uh, the current owner, Matt Ispia. Um, the fact choice. that we 
we don't have the previous owner whose name we will not mention. Um, you know, not a nice guy. And obviously the things that come out, obviously it's all been read and understood. Uh, oh, but the yeah. Voldemort of NBA owners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost infamous, uh, like yeah. you say. Um, so yeah, Matt Ishby has come in super positive, uh, wants to make a splash. He made the KD trade as soon as he come in. Um, and you know, he, he seems like he's he's really invested in the in the community as well, which is only a good thing for uh, for Arizona in general. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take that one, man. And Jake, what about you? Oh, I'm so glad Matt went with uh, uh, Ishbia because I'm going to steal uh, as as Amos starts shaking his head immediately. Uh, Devin Booker. I'm thankful that we have a homegrown talent that has so exceeded expectations as matt said he was six man in college like and then we brought him in we're like hey can, how many points can you score in a game you know hey can you um can you have double digit assists can you actually be an elite defender yeah i'll do all that stuff plus i'll date uh a kardashian for a little while too just to show you guys i can uh, land that too so no i'm, I'm very uh, thankful for devin booker because he i mean kind of like what matt was saying too with like cp3 when we get these incredible generational talents, it seems to be maybe not past or always past their prime, but clearly not at their peak. Um, you know, and so Durant 35 CP, we got certainly at what 36, 37, and they were good and Durant's great. Um, but Booker was is ours, and we missed on Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris and uh, who are some of the Chris other Jackson. Josh Jackson. Yeah, I mean, just how many attempts did we have? Da is a little bit of a miss. Uh, he he wasn't bad. I mean, he was he was good for what we needed, but especially in comparison to those other guys. Um, but I mean, we were sitting there hoping that Archie Goodwin was going to become something. I mean, th these guys that uh, you know just you, you don't even see in the league anymore. Um, Devin Booker, Charlie very Lewis. thankful that we have a true leader and elite player on this team. Well, Hamo, did he steal your answer, sir? Yeah, I'm, I'm sick and tired of these intelligent people coming on my pod. And, this is my show, you know. Um, no, Ishby is perfect, but I'll um, I'll make something up quickly. Um, look, let's just go with Grace and Allen because it's nice to know that a um, your black hole son of the week. Yeah, but it's nice to know a not attractive white guy can actually do something. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Grace and Allen. Thanks for showing us. Um, you know, whiteies that uh, it's it's we can do it too. You know, normally nice I hate to feel white, included. I hate white people in general, man. But you know, um, self-loathe. What do you do? But no, Grace Allen, man. Thank you for showing us that you can be ugly and have a rich dad and still play for the Suns. That's get nominated as black hole. Definitely an interesting answer. I'm not quite sure what to make of that, but you know. I'm going to say that I'm thankful we finally have a deep team that does the things that the teams of the past few years did not do. couple stats. First of all, the blocks. The Suns lead the league in blocks with 6.9. The Pacers and the Wolves are second with 6.4. Eubanks, Durant, and Nurkic all average over a block per game. When have we ever led the league in blocks? It's truly maybe amazing. Getting, maybe getting blocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, second, 
We are fourth in free throws per game attempted at 26.8. That's really been our Achilles heel, as uh, Matt mentioned earlier. Uh, it's one of the biggest reasons we've flamed out in the playoffs. Now we have guys like Booker and KD getting nearly double-digit free throws every game. Nurkic gets to the line a lot also. And uh, right now we're also third in three-point percentage and fifth in free throw percentage. All of this will make us a much tougher out in the playoffs. Can't wait. So we had a couple of great answers in the chat also. Uh, Geo says Black Friday. We have about three weeks of that. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, sorry, Geo, that you enjoy heavily discounted items at the store now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't uh, partaken in any shopping yeah, yet. We'll capitalism. <laughs> Sorry, and, sorry, we're embracing you with our love of good prices and, <laughs> and capitalism. Yeah, you, you didn't like. Sorry, you're saving money for the holidays. <laughs> and Charles in the chat says we have the best roster assembled, and we haven't played our big three yet. Sir Charles that, gets it. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, Gio in the chat says he's thankful for all the Suns pods. They get him through his days. You guys, Aussie Suns, Suns Jam, PHNX, Suns Geek, Fang the Flames, he's on fire and the rest. Absolutely. And we are rest. truly blessed. And the rest. The God, there's more? <laughs> so many Suns podcasts. It's a, just amazing. And, uh, you know, we're all Suns Planet. We're all together. Hell so yeah. here in our final segment before we get out of here, We'll preview the upcoming three-game week. Uh, first, we have two road games, Sunday versus the Knicks, who are 9-6, and six, and Wednesday versus the Raptors, 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Both teams seem to have all their important guys healthy. The Knicks are led by Jalen Brunson, scoring 24 a game, mm -hmm. followed by R.J. Barrett with 20 a game, and Julius Randle with about 20 and 10. The Raps are led by Siakam with 20 points, but only seven rebounds. Seems a bit low. Then Scotty Barnes with 19 and nine rebounds. And Dennis Schroeder starting nearly every game and putting up about 17 and seven. So, Matt, do you think we're going to take care of these two road games in the East? Well, I mean, the, the good players come to play at Madison Square Garden, guys, don't they? So if KD's playing... He's going to put on a show. Um, that that's where the that's where the elite players. It's it's almost the mecca uh, of basketball when you play at Madison Square Garden. Um, if if KD is playing, which I think he will be, but I don't know that for sure. But um, it'll be a tough game because you know the Knicks are the Knicks are kind of scrappy. They've got some they've got some talented guys over there, aren't they? Who were who were you know looking good? You know Brunson and Barrett, like you say. Uh, Robinson's having a decent year for them as well, just cleaning the glass like something crazy. Um, going to Toronto, uh, I think Book's got history in Toronto, I think. Uh, he's <laughs> the mascot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, from last season, so uh, he'll look to uh, he'll look to put on a to put on a show and then to the end of the week we've uh, we've got the defending champs I think at home, haven't we? Uh, towards the end of the week. So, um I'm confident, guys. I could see us. I could see us winning out, man. Why not? Let's do it. Absolutely, and we'll talk about the Nuggets separately here in a second. But just the two road games, uh, Jake. You feeling pretty confident? 
Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, Durant just needed that little, uh, I don't know, ice on his foot or whatever, you know, uh, you know, put a, what, what's the thing they always tell you when you hurt your foot, like, ru- like roll it over like a, like a, a tennis ball or something, you know, loosen up the tendons and the joints, uh, you know, and uh, whatever he needs to get going. Because my God, I think somebody finally told him, dude, you can shoot three pointers. Well, do that more often. And since this, this week, I feel like, I mean, he had those daggers against the Jazz in both games. Um, it just, uh, and just he's just punishing guys, and he doesn't need much room out there. So shoot more threes, KD. I love it when you do. You don't have to run with the big boys down uh, deep and try and shoot a fadeaway to hit those threes. And uh, of course, the way Booker's playing right now, um, I, I think he's trying to really send a, a statement and a message. And so hopefully, the rest of the guys can run with him and. Um, then I'm a little nervous about the Knicks game, but uh, I, I feel like we will pull out uh, both with a couple of wins. All right, Hamo, you feeling pretty confident? Yeah, man. Um, they're going to be fun games. We always have a tendency to struggle against uh, not your top tier teams. Um, you know, like with with Utah and like that shouldn't have gone to double overtime, man. There's there's no way that should have went to double OT. But, yeah, they're going to be awesome games, man. I like watching the Knicks play. Uh, I've got a mate who's a diehard Knicks fan, so there's going to be a lot of good banter. Um, yeah, Toronto, they, they, they ain't doing nothing this year, man. It's Yeah, it, it should be dubs all the way around. Should be. Yeah, if we lose our winning streak to either of these mediocre Eastern teams, that would be very frustrating. And if KD returns, I definitely don't think that will happen. But even if he doesn't, as long as Book plays like he did last night, then we should be absolutely okay. And then, of course, Friday, uh, we will welcome the champs into the foot as we play the Nuggets for the first time. Jamal Murray has missed a couple of games with a hamstring. There's no real timeline released that I could find, but there's probably a decent chance he'll be back before that game on Friday. They've lost a couple without him. They're now tied with the Suns in the standings. Let's go. So, of course, Jokic is basically putting up 28, 13, and 9. And MPJ is just ahead of Murray for second leading score at 17. Uh, Matt, how are we feeling going in to play the champs on Friday? Well, I'd feel a lot better if Murray's not playing, that's for sure. Um, Because if Murray's playing, then, you know, Denver are... uh, um... They're the team to beat, aren't they? They're the champs already, so that kind of goes without saying. Um, if Murray's not playing, then um, I'd, f- I'd feel a lot better for sure. Uh, they're a deep team as well, man, Denver. They just bring people off the bench. He's like, oh, yeah, he, he plays for them guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, Reggie Jackson, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, he plays for them too, you know, and they just bring them in and it's like, uh, you know, nothing's changed. So uh, they, they're definitely the team to beat, man. Um, but... Like say at home, you know, with our crowd, our crowd's amazing, isn't it? Um, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I put I put us up, you know, one off game. Um, I'd, I'd put us up against anybody. Uh, if KD and Book are doing their thing, then um, that we're going to be tough to beat, man. All right, Jake, what do you think? We're going to take out the champs. Oh yeah, no, I think Nuggets have been struggling a little bit, and it's not just the Murray stuff. I mean. The Joker produces because he always does, but I mean, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting a lot of Devin Booker driving hard at uh, MPJ and the Nuggets getting frustrated because they're they don't they're he can't defend him. Uh, I mean, and so 
yeah, I, I, I expect a win for this one. And and because, yeah, like uh, I've lost a couple of bets on the Nuggets. So I'm really down on the Nuggets now because they've lost winnable games, and but they're just not playing through the usual hype. And so maybe it's a little bit of, you know, championship hangover. Uh, and that's fine by me as we get ready to take them on end of the week. They got soundly beaten by Houston last night, didn't they, um, Denver? Yeah, well, uh, Dylan Brooks, man, greatest player of all time, so... <laughs> It only makes sense. <laughs> Pay that man his money. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Hamo, what about you? Are you that confident? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's that everything's up for grabs this year. The the nugs of I don't think they're going to be able to back it up two years in a row. I just don't. So yeah, it's going to be a good one. Like uh, who was it here? Like Charles was saying in the chat, you know, we're still streaking. Let's run the full mile and win this year out. I like it. I'll put it this way. I'm more nervous about the uh, Knicks matchup in Madison Square Garden than I am about the Nuggets. Straight up. Wow. That is amazing words. Um, you seem as confident. <laughs> you seem as confident as Charles, who said nuggies are made to be baked. There you go. I think the bottom line. Some chicken salt. (laughs) You know, as long as Murray plays, it will be a tough game. But the Suns are streaking right now, and I have all the confidence in the world. You know, as Daniel says in the chat, it seems like we fixed our fourth quarter meltdowns with Book being back. And so I think that's kind of the bottom line. And uh, I think we'll be fine as long as Devin Booker's in that game. So we'll start to wrap it up here. Matt, uh, do you have any parting thoughts? And uh, tell us again where we can find you. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at uh, Shooters Lounge 3 on the artist formerly known as Twitter, uh, Instagram at the Shooters Lounge 3, or uh, check out the podcast on YouTube at the Shooters Lounge. Uh, thanks very much for inviting me, guys. I've had a blast, mate. It's been really cool, man. Uh, th- thanks, uh, thanks very much for the invite. Thank you so much for coming. We definitely really appreciate it. Uh, Hamo, how about you? Yeah, man. Um, just to echo Matt's sentiments there, go on over, check out Shooter's Lounge. Check them out on YouTube. Give them a like and subscribe. This is what Sun Planet's all about. Different views from different places all over this earth. And I, I feel very lucky that we're able to do things like this with guys like Matt. So the more that you fans, like you diehard fans, the ones that are in there, Geo, Charles, all you guys, the more that you guys get out there and support up-and-coming podcasters and social media people, the better chances we get to give you more information, get you inside. You know, with our, our thing coming along with ASAP Network, that's bringing us closer than we ever been to the players, to the team, to the media, things like that. So... Thanks a lot for coming on, Matt. It's been awesome drawing it up with you. But, yeah, go out, check him out. Um, check out Sir Hamo on Twitter while you're there. Aussies will be rolling, uh, I don't know, 10 hours from now. I can't I can't math right now. But, um, yeah, so just check check out Shooter's Lounge, guys. Do us a favour, hit that like and subscribe. And, yeah, we've got some, got some exciting stuff coming up for you guys, man. This is going to be awesome. Definitely. And, Jake, final thoughts? 
Yeah, uh, well, and let me uh, use a little bit of my last seconds here to ask Matt, because he wasn't here for the, uh, the uh, Halloween episode, but is Halloween a thing in England? Uh, it wasn't much of a thing when I was a kid, but it is now. Uh, it's, oh, it's definitely I'm waiting for Gio to say, God dang it, you brought us that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll definitely have thoughts, man. <laughs> Gio will definitely have thoughts. <laughs> no, I remember uh, Hamo says it's becoming slightly more popular or becoming slightly of a thing in Australia. And then I think uh, it was maybe one of the guys on the Aussie Suns is like, yeah, but we've got those neighbors now. They're like, what are you at my door for? Asking for candy? Get out of here. This is not an American holiday here. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, we're just sharing cool ideas. You guys don't have to take them, but yeah. So <laughs> you can find me at Fallen Founder on Twitter, and uh, I'll tweak my uh, sign off today and just say, um, uh, good night, uh, good night, England. Uh, go back to sleep, Australia, and good morning, Al. <laughs> Excellent. And yes, thank you so much again, Matt, for coming on. It's been a blast. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone in the chat. You guys are great. We really appreciate you being here. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell other people about us so we can grow Sun's Planet. You can find me on Twitter at Sundress Dunks. You can find the pod on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook by searching Sun's Planet Podcast. We are now part of the All Sports, All Plays Network. You can find them on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter by searching All Sports, All Plays or ASAP Sports Network. Uh, we hope you didn't spend all your money on Black Friday, but whether you did or not, the suns are rolling and the league is starting to take notice. With that, Al, take us home. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, stay with us as the suns get set to shine here on their home court. Here's Perry, the guy heard. Here's the jump shot. Al McCoy with you, courtside. Pumped up a three. Tuesday, he ties it. Hey, D.A., Al and Tim up here. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. I know it's a long Happy birthday, baby. Here's Cameron Payne out on top. Durant, three-pointer straight away. Tuesday. I just want to take this opportunity to thank everyone in this arena this afternoon, to all of those that are watching and listening on radio and TV, a thank you for allowing me to tell the story of the Suns for 51 great years. That pretty much wraps things up here. And uh, for one last time, this is Al McCoy saying thanks for being there. Thanks for being with us tonight. And from the Footprint Center here in downtown Phoenix, we'll just say so long for now. <laughs>